Are you thinking about buying a franchise? How about buying an existing business for sale? Unsure where to start? This is Patrick Fendaro, co-founder at Vetted Biz. To date, we've advised hundreds of clients to invest in a franchise or business for sale in the United States. We'll be sharing best practices as long as with our guests, top franchisors, attorneys, and accountants to help you find, vet, and buy a business or franchise for your you and your family's financial success. Stay tuned for this following podcast and follow our series if you're interested in learning more about exciting business opportunities and best practices to find, vet, and buy a business or franchise for sale. Hey, this is Patrick Fendaro, co-founder at Vetted Biz and Visa Franchise. At Vetted Biz, we help you find, vet, and buy a franchise or business for sale throughout the United States. At our sister company, Visa Franchise, we help foreigners move to the U.S. through investing in a franchise and obtain an E2 investor visa. So today, I'm very excited to have on Craig Bass, who is the president of Golden Heart Senior Care. Um, it's a franchise system that he bought almost five years ago in 2016. Um, with his with his guidance, they've grown to 27 franchises in 16 states. They have another three to four uh, in development. And Craig has o- almost 30 years of healthcare experience, both both his undergraduate studies as well as grad school were in um, healthcare administration. Um, and anyone we were talking from a consumer's perspective, it's, it's super complicated. So anyone that's spent 30 years behind the scenes in the U.S. healthcare system, really understanding the, the ins and outs, there's huge value uh, for people that are looking to enter in this space that's growing a lot. And Craig's going to walk through a presentation and go through um, both the industry and, and how it's structured uh, as well as the opportunity to own a Golden Heart uh, franchise system, which when you think about the investment required to open one up uh, at the high range, it's around 100000 um, to what the average uh, revenue is per, per franchisee. Um, it does look like a very promising opportunity for those that are looking to enter in the healthcare space. Uh, and there's no, no uh, requirements to have prior prior knowledge, and it's really more of a relationship-based business, and you can really lean on Golden Heart Franchise um, for a lot of technical know-how and navigating uh, insurance and and the permits and everything. That's what they're here for. Um, So again, this is Patrick Fendaro with Vetted Biz. Very excited to have on Craig Bass, president of Golden Heart Senior uh, Senior Care, a franchise system that he bought around five years ago, 27 locations. Um, but I think I've said enough about uh, Golden Heart, and let's bring on uh, Craig uh, back on to talk a little bit more about his brand and himself, and then we'll have questions uh, at the end. And if you have any questions for people that are dialing in, just type them in the comment box, and we'll try to address them on today's live stream. Great, great. Well, Patrick, thanks for having us. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit about Golden Heart and the opportunity that we have. Uh, I would like to do a little bit of a presentation to, you know, provide some grounding so everybody knows a little bit about who and what we are and what we do uh, and really uh, welcome the opportunity for questions. So uh, Golden Heart Senior Care, people want to know what senior care is. It's really non-medical home care services that that you uh, uh, leverage and provide to clients, predominantly elderly folks. 
uh, who are frail or vulnerable, and you want to help them live in their homes as long as possible because who wouldn't want to do that? And that includes non-medical care services, everything from companion care, house cleaning and errands, meal prep, and then highly skilled personal care. So these are non-medical services where you help people bathing, dressing, toileting, hygiene issues, uh, medication reminders, whatever, to allow them to live at home independently for as long as possible. Uh, We also specialize uh, in uh, those complex care issues that relate to Alzheimer's and dementia and other forms of cognitive impairment driven by old age. So the question is, is how big is the market for something like this? Well, first of all, it's huge and it's growing. Uh, You may be familiar with the silver tsunami. Uh, The population is aging and it's aging quickly. Um, Right now, about 18% of the population is over 65. Uh, That's going to grow to one in uh, about 22% in 10 years. And it's going to be one in four people in America are going to be elderly uh, by 2050. 11,000 Americans are turning 65 every day. It's a huge, huge demographic shift that's occurring in our our country. So you're going to have by 2030, 80 million people over 65. But of those people that are elderly, not over 90% report that they want to live in their home. Needs with uh, activities of daily living. So that's what we offer. We offer activities of daily living. So the reality is, is there's more seniors living longer and aging at home, and that's what we help to promote and support. So when you think about what our services and our revenue opportunities are, we provide in-home care to seniors. But in addition, you can also take your caregivers and you can give them the opportunity to participate in other businesses where you become a temp agency and do supplemental staffing. We also have assisted living placement where you uh, have relationships with assisted living facilities and you help them. Um, uh, your seniors or your clients potentially move into from their home into assisted living facilities, and you can also continue to care for them. In 2021 and 2022, we're looking to add some opportunities for additional uh, senior care services. So one is residential assisted living. So instead of these large assisted living facilities, imagine buying a home in a neighborhood and converting it to be kind of a micro assisted living facility for that purposes. Caregiver schools enable us to uh, provide This is basically creating your own supply of caregivers. And then lastly, emergency response and remote patient monitoring. These are the I've fallen and I can't get up uh, tools or uh, smart watches and things to be there when you can't actually be there in the home of that, that particular person in need. Now, when you think about a business opportunity, you want to think about it in a couple dimensions. You know, what is the value you get in the return on investment? You know, what kind of support do you have? And what are the market dynamics? Well, uh, for Golden Heart Senior Care, you can create a very valuable business with pretty much low low cost, low investment. So you get a high cash on cash return. It is an asset-like platform. You do not have to have a retail space. You do not have to build a restaurant. So your overhead is low. In terms of what you need to be successful, it's really about having some technology and support systems. And we offer that. And I'll talk more about that here in, in just a few seconds. But lastly, you know, you have strong addition to the significant and persistent growth and demand that I talked about due to the aging of America. This is also a very recession resistant and COVID resistant business, right? Because the needs haven't changed. All right. So let's talk about our support. 
Well, everybody does training, but for us, you know, you do home-based training and you work on getting your license uh, to be a home care agency. You will probably in most states need to get a license to be an agency. Uh, and then after that, we'll bring you in for four days of training on site in Sun City, Arizona, which is a suburb of Phoenix. But we also support everything with a very regimented uh, project management plan as driven through a technology system called Basecamp, which is something that our franchises can access any and every uh, piece of materials that they need. Us. Support. Um, you'll have my uh, email. It will not be a specific that we and then I do some a little bit of for Home Care Association of America because we are a professional organization and we will be supporting professional associations uh, to prove that. And then lastly, we have partnerships with um, uh, a home care marketing uh, consulting firm and we give all of our franchisees access to all of their systems and information, and I pay for it, including a three-day boot camp. I'll pay for the enrollment in that. All right. Uh, comprehensive tools. Uh, certainly, we have those for purposes of marketing. I mentioned the boot camp, home care revenue builders. Uh, we do have a chief marketing officer who brings in monthly plans every month to our franchise owners. Uh, we have a website, which is a local you. Uh, you'll be uh, uh, Golden Hearts. So you can be really make because healthcare is a local issue. In terms of system, technology can be this business on white and right so technology system is a home care agency and that you actually work. They need is their phone to clock in and out. Hey, Craig, sorry just to, to jump in. We're getting some reports, and I see from my end that the audio is breaking up a bit. I don't know if there's okay. any way to close out of some app applications or to see. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't know what to tell you on that. My apologies. Yeah. Let me do this. Let me uh, let me swap. Uh, let me swap. Let me swap my. All right, everyone, just hang tight a couple minutes, a couple seconds, rather, as Craig rejoins us. If there's any questions, feel free to put it in the, the comment box at this time. And after Craig wraps up the, his presentation on Golden Heart Senior Care Franchise, we'll be uh, reviewing some of those questions. So 
uh, feel free to leave a comment uh, in the uh, comment box and that we can ask questions to Craig after. I apologize, I'm back. You got me, Patrick? You got me, Patrick? Cool. Do you want to, should we, should we skip the, the presentation and just go right into questions or, okay, I, I see the presentation now. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize for the, for the oh, same okay. issue. We didn't have it before. So, um, so yeah. And if anybody has questions, I can certainly go back, but just from a technology perspective, we have four major technologies in addition to our local, you know, URL and websites. We also have smart care, uh, career plug and base camp. And we talked about an agency management system with smart care any phone, any computer, any uh, tablet, you can run your business from anywhere. Uh, Career Plug is really an optimizer for talent acquisition. Getting caregivers is challenging, uh, and it is one of the bigger uh, uh, difficulties in running a business like this. And we want to um, uh, do better than our competitors, and Career Plug lets us do that. And then Basecamp is a portal uh, that really helps our franchise owners communicate with each other and get access to all of our systems. So that's that. Um, so people are asking, okay, sounds interesting. What about joining Golden Heart Senior Care? Well, we have a $45,000 franchise fee. Our investment range is about uh, $69,000 to about $98,000 for the first six months. Many FDDs will only articulate the first three months, but we do first six months because we try to be uh, more transparent and conversant about that. We provide large territories. Uh, 30,000 seniors will be in your territory as defined by specific zip codes. So we want to make sure that you have an opportunity to grab a bigger piece of the market and do well in your market. 5% royalty fee uh, for the services that we offer and then our 2% marketing fee, which we use to go back to um, build the brand and help you market your business. We do have multi-territory development opportunities available, so three units or more. Um, so that's an opportunity for that. So early on, Patrick said uh, that, you know, okay, well, low relative investment, but kind of high reward. And I've mentioned that as well. Uh, if you look at our item 19, which is our financial performance representation, if you take every business that we have that has, you know, just started this month, uh, all the way to been with us for five or six or seven years, um, on average, that business is going to generate $623,000 in revenue. Um, if you look at those businesses that have been fully functioning and operational for a full two years, which could include that first month, which was only, you know, hundred bucks in revenue or whatever, uh, it's a million dollars. So, you know, pretty big business opportunity. On average, every client brings in about $11,000. Uh, the gross margin, which is revenue, less caregiver wages is about 43%. And you can use that to cover your cost and profit and all those other pieces. When we look for franchise owners at Golden Heart, we really want people that are purpose-driven individuals. You are in the business of caring you are in the business of relationships. You are in the business of trust. So we want to work with people who are willing to do that, but want to do well while doing good for people that want to be part of their community, that are not part-time in this, that are really passionate. And we always talk about hustle and grit, right? There are many home care agencies out there. You have to differentiate yourself. And the way to do that is to provide excellent service and be present and be available and be persistent. So hustle and grit is very, very important. We teach you what you need to do to be successful. You have to apply it. So be coachable. That's important. Um, and that's pretty much it. So I uh, apologize for the technical difficulties there, Patrick, but that is all I had. Appreciate it. Um, I thought your last slide definitely echoes like just relationships in general, being yeah. present and 
whether it's personal or business, that is a big part of the key. Yeah. Um, So yeah, really appreciate you going through it. And I mean, obviously the demographic trend is huge and there's a lot of opportunity in just riding this wave in terms of how uh, the growth is in terms of people trending and and, and aging. And it's a much more mobile society where we were talking earlier today You've lived in what, like 10 or 12 states over yes, the last 30 or so years? Right, right. So, you know, the unfortunate side for a lot of Americans that are doing that, you know, myself included, is, you know, your your parents are not necessarily following you place to place and they're going to need help. So right. there is... You know in that regard, Patrick, I think it's like uh, 238 miles is the average distance between an adult child and their parents. Okay. Yeah. So if they slip and fall, they're not driving six hours to, to help their, their parents right. out. They need professional help. Absolutely. So I'd like to just ask a little bit more in terms of the competitive landscape. I understand that franchising isn't too much and there's a lot of mom and pop operators, but love yeah. to just hear from you. Yeah. So when you break down the market, you know, there's no real good data on, you know, how many agencies there are because states don't necessarily track that data. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's several franchise systems that are out there that do home care. Um, ours is best, of course. But yes. um, aside from that, um, you know, there are many uh, opportunities out there for franchising. But kind of unlike restaurants, the predominant, uh, the predominant number of, of home care agencies are what we call independent operators or mom and pop shops. Right. Because the reality is, is if you wanted to start a home care agency, you don't need a franchise system to do that. However, you do that at your own peril. How much time and energy is it going to take to learn all the lessons? How long is it going to take you to bring in all the systems? How long is it going to take you to write all the policies and procedures? Right? Healthcare is a complex business. And you can certainly learn it over time. But, you know, isn't it better to not have to go through all the mistakes? That's what we are here to do. So it is a competitive business. There are lots of opportunities. There's lots of small entities. We want to help you be better than the average and do it faster. That's what we're here for. Well said. Um, competitive, but also complex. So yeah. with that, you know, there's a lot more opportunity to make money than investing in like a gas station or some food business where mm-hmm. we were talking before we started. Uh, at Vetted Biz, we reviewed a, a, like 1,800 different franchise concepts. And a lot of the food concepts, the investment amounts the same as the sales. So right. you invest 500K, Average sales are 500K. It can take you four to six years to recoup that capital where doing the calculations on the high end from you, it's like six times. The initial investment to, compared to the average sales is yeah. six times. So that's that's incredible. And um, would love to understand, you know, what different, different I, I can see the value with going the franchise route. Yeah. Uh, what different, differentiates your brand compared to some other franchise systems? Yeah. So, you know, again, there are many options out there. So to some extent, there's a commoditization tendency to say, oh, well, we're just like everybody else. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I encourage our folks to talk to our franchise owners and and get a sense as to, well, are they happy with their investment or are they not? You know, do they feel like they're supported or are they not? It is very, very important to me to do everything I possibly can to help people be successful. Some people take our advice. Some people don't. doesn't matter, right? I'm going to continue to invest. I'm going to do things that, uh, frankly, are more beneficial that aren't covered by other franchise systems. 
I mentioned uh, membership in the Home Care Association of America. It is important to me that we have professionals running professional businesses because a lot of home care is filled with unprofessional businesses. So if you're not part of the industry standard and the associations, then you got to ask that question. Are you really going to be that way? Well, I'm going to pay for it and make sure that you're going to be that way. Um, I also, uh, you know, invest in marketing tools and techniques and capabilities that are not just within my system as a franchiser, but in partnership with another uh, consultant, we have access to all of their information. So you can take my word for it and you can take their word for it and you can flex and float accordingly, whatever makes you happiest, right? Because at the end of the day, it's your business to run and manage. I want to give you the tools to do that. Um, Last thing I would just say is, you know, 24 seven access, right? You know, you're not going to do a help desk ticket to ask a question. You've got my cell phone. You've got my email. I'm responsive. I'm here. I'm paying attention and I'm going to do what I can do to help you. That's awesome. I think that's part of the value of being part of a, like a franchise community. There's 27 and, you know, hopefully, hopefully you still are have cell phone access when you hit a hundred franchisees, but as you grow bigger, it's harder to have that, that direct access. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, when you're in franchising or you, when you come to golden heart, you're in business for yourself, but you're just not in business by yourself. Right. So that's the advantage of being in a franchise system. And then how does it work out, you know, in, in terms of getting paid, are these, are, are most of them through, you know, Medicaid? I always mix up Medicaid and Medicare or yeah. Are they private insurers. Yeah. Let me, let me go all technical on you. So Medicaid pays for people that are poor or disabled mm-hmm. and it's a state program with federal partnership. Medicare is for people over 65 or also disabled. Okay. Um, the reality is, is Medicare pays for medical services. It does not pay for non-medical services in general. And we provide a non-medical service. So for the most part, if you need long-term care supports like home care, nursing home care, that may be paid for by Medicaid. But here's the challenge. We generally do not instruct our franchise owners to become Medicaid providers for home care services. And the reason why is because the reimbursement is very low and the administrative burden is very high. Okay. I know this because I spent my career running Medicaid health plans as CEO and operations. Uh, like you were regional director. and Yeah, Molina Healthcare, Aetna, all these companies, right? Anthem, Blue Cross Blue Shield, or, you know, which uh, used to be Amerigroup. And so I, I've, I've got an entire career where that yeah. industry was built from the 90s on. So I know all about that process. So don't do Medicaid. So, okay, Medicare's not paying. Medicaid's not. Who's paying? The person is. This is private pay. Now, there can be some long-term care insurance, but by and large, most people are paying out of pocket. But it doesn't, so it's not that crazy if they're paying, what, $10,000 a year? Oh, we have people who pay $150,000 a year. Okay, yeah. Really? I mean, 24-7 access, you know, the life care. And, you know, now, does it come out of the, the, the client's pocket, their retirement? Well, it could be that. It could be contributions from family members. It could be a trust. It could be all kinds of different things, right? But at the end of the day, it's predominantly a private pay environment. So what you get to do is you get to set a market-based price as opposed to just accepting a fee derived from the federal government. That's great. Right? Yeah. So that's how that works. And what, I don't know, maybe you disclose it. What's like the average client paying? 
So I will tell you, uh, probably around 25 bucks an hour, right? Okay. It depends by market. We have all the data available um, uh, through various sources of information we have, but it's probably going to be around 25 bucks an hour. Okay. And yeah. what's a goal for a franchisee in terms of how many how many clients do they want? How many patients do they? Do yeah. So so uh, as many as you can get, right? You know, usually getting clients is uh, less of a challenge than it used to be. Now the challenge is caregivers. So what you're going to really be balancing is the matchmaking of your clients' demand and your supply of caregivers, right? And the, and and you know, one can't be out in front of the other, right? Yeah. Because you're going to have a challenge, right? So, so as it relates to that, um, you know, you're going to want to grow that business as much as you can. Many of our franchise uh, franchise uh, uh, owners will have at any given time a hundred clients, all the way down to a few. Wow. Now, the other thing about revenue is, is that the amount you get per client depends on how many hours of care they need. Yeah. So some are twenty four seven, and some are say, you know, I just need you to come, you know, help me out in my home. Three hours, three days a week. Okay, yeah. so you're going nine hours a week to twenty four seven access. So it really varies depending on your clientele. Okay, um, and so you have those thirty thousand seniors or so. Would you like what percent of those do you think have long term care insurance slash are willing to pay out of pocket? Well, uh, I would just say this. Um, you know that data is not really readily available. We've looked for that too. Right. Um, you know, and the reality is, is you even try to, you know, a lot of people say, well, what are the socioeconomic demographics in the territory? You know what? The money's coming from someplace else. It might not really matter. You know, I'll give you a good example. My parents work their butts off, but they don't have much in retirement. If they need home care, I'm paying for it. Right. So that the money could be coming from across the country, right? Yeah. So some of that stuff doesn't matter. What I will say is, is at the end of the day, the need for home care services is universal. The affordability is variable. There's no question about that. But in those catchment areas of 30,000 people, you know, you really only need to get less than 1% to have a phenomenally huge business. That's yeah. really all you have to worry about. So just convert 300 clients and you're really doing well if you you'd be one of our biggest franchises if you had 300 clients at any given time and you know your franchisees these 27 franchisees are most of them working full-time in the business most of them are and i will tell you that uh, some of them are not and they're not being you know as uh successful and they're not as large as they could be because of that um so really when we're looking for franchise owners we're looking for people that are going to commit to running that business on a full-time basis it is a 24-7 operation in many respects, right? Now, I'm not saying you're going to be working 24-7, but a call could come in at any given time. You know, a patient fell. What are you going to do? You got a caregiver like needs help, right? So you're going to get that. Now, initially, it's all you, right? Yeah. But over time, you're going to build up. You're going to have schedulers and empl- other employees who can take calls and do that kind of stuff for you. But at least initially, it's a good learning experience. Yeah, to get that credibility with your employees that you've done it, but it is a 24 out of seven business. I was going to say it's the credibility, it, the credibility is more important for the owner to really know with the, yeah. the caregiver, the caregivers. That always helps, right? Yeah. You know, because, you know, caregivers are a hot commodity right now. You're competing with every restaurant, every Starbucks, every retail site, every, everything. And you're going to say, Hey, for that, 
we're going to make you do some kind of unpleasant stuff at times, right? Yeah. We're going to, you know, you're going to have to help people go to the bathroom and things like that, right? You know, but but caregivers are really caring people. So when you've got a good one, you want to keep them, right? Yes. So if you, as the franchise owner, have empathy and experience, you're going to be much better off than somebody who's just, you know, looking to make a, a buck. Yeah, Frank. financial wizard. That's right. Um, okay. And what, I guess, what states are, do you think are, are the best to open up a Golden Heart Senior Care? Like, what, what are you targeting? Yeah, so so we're registered in most states. There's a couple states where we're not registered for various reasons. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're not registered in New York State, and the reason why is it takes years to get a home care agency license. I am not interested in taking somebody's money and having them sitting yeah. on the sidelines for two years to get a license. So that's the reason why we don't do New York. But beyond that, pretty much any market, there's elderly people with needs with money. It is a universal issue across America. So any place is good. What I will say, though, in terms of a catchment area of 30,000 people, you're going to need to be in a geographically concentrated area. Okay. And the reason why is because you got to service the people. you got to get caregivers, and you're going to match them with clients. And if you're spread all over West Texas, it's going to be a little hard. So, you know, we really want to say, you know, middle and large size markets are usually the best ones to go after. And we have many available. Craig, could you tell me a little bit about how you find these caregivers and a little bit about your initiative in terms of the, the training and the school? Yeah. So so uh, we are talking about developing schools. And I'll tell you why that is. So when we do caregivers, again, back to being a professional organization, we teach our franchise owners to hire not just companion care type of employees. We want people with credentials. And those credentials are certified nursing assistants. And you can get that schooling done, you know, and they have to go out and pay for it. But what we're t- doing is we actually have a couple of our franchises that actually have schools. And what they do is they say, I'm going to teach you to be a CNA for free, yeah. but you're going to work for me after. Right. And so, if they don't work for them, there's some they have to pay. They have to pay us back. Right. So they're oh, the military academy. You drop out of the military, you're paying. <laughs> exactly. So it's that same kind of concept. But aside from that, when you think about just the run of the mill type of activities, you know, you're going to have to advertise your business. You know, we talked about Career Plug, which is a tool that uh, that that we implement, which really be able to cast your net as wide as possible and do it efficiently. You know, the old way of talent acquisition is, yeah, you, you, you post an ad, you send in a resume, you fill out a big, long application. No, caregivers don't do that. Many of our caregivers don't have computers, but they have a smartphone. So you want to be able to do your recruitment on your smartphone, right? And this enables all of that. You also want to make sure that there's a lot of there's a lot of tricks in talent acquisition. You know, most businesses say, this is what I want from you as the employee. We teach our franchise owners to say, this is what you can expect from us. And this is why you should come work for us, right? So you automate all that and you message all that effectively, those are some of the learnings that we can impart upon our franchise owners to be more successful. And how, you know, 68,000 and 98,000 might be a lot for, for some people, other, it's not so much uh, depending on what stage they're in their career. Um, How are some ways people have financed this investment to open up a 
right. Yeah. So we don't offer direct financing, but we certainly, uh, you know, can connect you with uh, lenders that can do small business loans, 401k loans. You can talk to your own banker, friends and family contributions. You know, it comes from everywhere. Um, okay. But, you know, you want to be able to take your capital on the one hand and acquire it and then leverage it. But the other thing we do is we say, once you become a franchise owner, don't quit your day job until you're ready to have a license and then go operate, right? So we are always focused on saying capital is precious. How do we preserve and leverage and optimize your capital going forward, which is an important skill uh, to be able to manage? Yeah, it makes sense. You put yourself in the shoes of the franchisees and yep. you make you do well if they're doing well with the royalties. So Absolutely. It's um, and then, you know, so the licensing, how, how long does it take up? does it take to get um, excluding yeah. New York state? But what's like- <laughs> right. So it varies by the state, right? And so the complexity of the application is an issue. Uh, the uh, uh, processing times are an issue. Generally it's going to be three to six months. Okay. Uh, six months is on the outside. Three months is pretty common, but okay. here's the important thing. When you submit your application, somebody at the state is going to be your reviewer right? And they're going to be somebody that works for the state. They're going to review all the materials and they're going to basically not help you necessarily answer correctly. Many, many do, but that's not really what they're there to do. They're there to say yes or no. Hmm. And if you don't have a complete, comprehensive, well-done application, the answer is going to be no. And they'll send it back and you get to do it all over again. You don't want that. That's why we take a lot of time and energy to make sure that we optimize the quality and completeness of your application as a franchise owner who doesn't know how to do this. We do. We're going to optimize that. We've had really good success rates for getting first time passes. What what brought you into what what prompted your decision to buy, go out and buy a franchise system? (laughs) Yeah, great question. So so I have aging parents. So I ran health plans where, uh, in particular, they were focused on government programs, and I and I learned something tremendously important. Medical expense is not driven always by medical need. It is frequently driven by a thing called social determinants of health. So if you're not getting fed, if you don't have shelter, if you don't have safety, those things drive you to deteriorate in a medical condition and cost a lot of money. And I learned that at the end of the day, you can give people advice and they can go to their physicians and all those services are fabulous. But until for an elderly or frail person, you get into their home and really address what is going to potentially drive them to a hospital and solve that problem, you're really not going to solve the problem. Okay. So I started to say, well, gee whiz, you know, I really think that, you know, there's poor quality in the industry relative to non-medical home care. It really is a canary in the coal mine for helping people live a long and successful life for as long as they can within their bounds of their their possibilities. How do I do that better? I thought about buying a home care agency and I realized, you know what? I built my life and my career on building very large businesses that were scalable, replicable and successful. Why don't I take that skill and help other people do what needs to be done as opposed to just doing at one time for myself, why don't I help it being done by many times for many people? I'm sure so that's why I become a franchisor. Even though maybe you would make more money as a franchisee of Golden Heart or another uh, system. 
Yeah, th- thanks for reminding me. I appreciate that, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I'll tell you what. I, You know, I really, I, you know, it's like uh, it's not, a you, you know, it's not an employee relationship. But, you know, when I had employees, it was always about, you know, yeah, they provide a function. But what I really enjoyed was how can I develop people? How can I coach them have success? Right. How can I coach them up? And that's what you spend all your career doing. And, uh, and that's exactly what we try to do. And from a franchiser perspective, help you be successful. If you're successful, I'm going to be successful. But there's more of a long-term commitment too. As totally. they're signing up to do this for how long is the franchise agreement? 10, Ten years. years. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. So employees are at will either way. They can leave. You can fire. You can let them go. Right. So this, yeah. you guys, they're, you're in it together. Yeah, I've never fired anybody. I just encourage them to find success in other organizations. That's really what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, So COVID, how's it been this year and then last year? How have you guys done? Yeah, so COVID is obviously a very serious topic, right? And, you know, when you think about who we serve, they are the people that are at the highest risk of death. When you look at what happened in COVID, about 12% of the patients – um, uh, of people in nursing homes were COVID positive, but it was 40% of the deaths, hmm. right? So our population that we serve in nursing homes or in home are, are very much at risk. So the most important thing we had to worry about was safety, safety of our clients and safety of our caregivers. So we spent a lot of time and energy uh, to make sure that we educated people, that we dispatched to a per, uh, you know, personal protective equipment, that we had masks and all those kind of things that you needed to do and trained and certified our caregivers to be COVID responsible, right? We were one of the first organizations out of the gate that when the CDC guidelines came out in 24 hours, we had that in our computer systems doing virtual health screens for every caregiver prior to their shift with a client, right? So we care for you as a caregiver, we care for you as a client. Now that said, the reality is, is nobody wants to go into a nursing home and COVID just put that opinion on um, heighten that, that, that expectation because people were terrified to go into nursing homes. Well, that's what we do. We keep you from having to go into a nursing home. So despite all the challenges, despite, um, you know, fear from caregivers from wanting to work and some of those types of things, between March and December of 2020, our franchise owners increased revenue, same store, 29.6%. Wow, it's incredible. <laughs> yep. They did a great job. Did you have any franchises that closed during this period that weren't riding going up or weren't listening to what you were saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's a couple and, you know, um, and we, you know, one kind of decided, you know, they were just getting started and they kind of decided to take a pause and just maintain. And so now they're talking about, you know, kind of reaccelerating their efforts and okay. getting more engaged there. But um, but for the most part, closures weren't an issue. You know, COVID didn't cause businesses to close for us. Um, you, you know, it was just about how fast you were going to grow your business, really, at the end of the day. Um, we have a question from Oscar. Where, where can he find the list of franchisees and, and like where, where they're located? Yeah, so we uh, goldenheartseniorcare.com shows our uh, franchisee locations, but we also uh, have, a, you know, our FDD, right? It's got our list of every single franchise owner. Uh, and their contact information. When would you recommend people talk to a franchisees after a conversation with you? What, what's yeah, absolutely. If you yeah. walk through the process, someone's interested, they listen to this live or this recording, yeah. they want to explore it further. 
Yeah. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to want to make sure that, 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 you know, this is a relationship, right? And we want to make sure that you're right for us. We're right for you. And that is all based on information and engagement with each other. Right. So we want to do that first. Uh, from there, what we want to do is we want to walk through a process and uh, um, to really kind of, you know, get to a point where you understand the FDD, that you're you know, committed to doing that. And then we do what we call validation introductions. And then we'll introduce you to franchise owners. You can talk to them about their experiences. Um, you can talk to them about their financials. You can talk to them about all kinds of stuff. Our people are busy. Yeah. And random people calling them to ask them a bunch of questions that they don't know who you are or what you're doing. They're probably not going to be particularly responsive. Yeah. So you're going to not get a good experience that way. But when you know this is something you want to do, we'll, we'll introduce you to all the franchise owners and they'll be happy to chat with you. Perfect. Generally, how many peop- how many franchise owners is a prospective franchisee um, talking to before they sign the franchise agreement? Yeah, so, you know, I'll be honest with you, some do none. <laughs> um, don't recommend that. Uh, some do many, all right, four, five, six. Um, so it's really up to what... Our record client is 16, which I thought was a lot. How many? 16. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of due diligence, you know? Um, yeah, I think the reality is, is, uh, you know, three, two, four, right? That's going to make most sense because at some point you're going to get diminishing returns. You get the same thing and it takes yeah. a while to sing on the schedule. Makes exactly. sense. Yeah. Uh, so we're kind of wrapping up. I'd, I'd love to just ask you uh, one last question and then you can close sure. with the um, pending thoughts, but you know, going into the 21st industry, going into this century, like, how do you think your, the landscape's going to change and, and what opportunities do you see in senior care? Well, you know, when I think about senior care at the end of the day, I think, you know, we talked about the demographics, you know, there's so many seniors um, uh, needing help. Um, The 85 and over population is the fastest growing demographic on a percentage basis today. And it's going to continue for many, many years. So the reality is, is the biggest challenge for home care is going to be matching the supply of the care and then the, the demand for the care. What does that mean? If the demand is high, prices go up, right? If the supply is low, wages go up. Mm-hmm. They're all about a fair wage, but we've got to match the economics to be able to do that. But what I think is also going to happen, and I mentioned this, is that we're looking at uh, residential assisted living. So basically having some small congregate housing houses in neighborhoods where seniors can come together accomplishes really a couple things. First thing it accomplishes is one of the biggest challenges for seniors is social isolation. Yeah. You have roommates, you're not socially isolated anymore. You're going to thrive in that environment than if you're going to live alone. Second thing, multiple seniors in one spot means not a one-to-one relationship caregiver to client. It means a three-to-one relationship caregiver to client. Stretches the workforce. Stretches the workforce and makes it more affordable, right? You know? And then um, three, if you think about it this way, uh, many people's final asset is their home. And if they don't need that home anymore and they can leverage that to have a different life, which is supported, it's an opportunity for uh, for our franchise owners to really provide a valuable service. So that's why we're looking to constantly add capabilities. And then the last piece is just really remote patient monitoring, uh, smart watches, scales, blood pressure cuffs, uh, uh, oxygen saturation technology. Active instead of yeah. like a call when you don't it's- have to be there waiting for something to happen. You can monitor when something could happen and you can dispatch. Right wow. now, that's tricky. Uh, there's a lot of things that are involved in that, but that's that's the essence of the issue. Okay. 
Well, it's exciting. I mean, it's going to be by the time I need home care, um, it's going to be in a much better uh, situation in terms of tech, affordable, and everything. I hope so. I do. Yeah. So, Craig, any closing thoughts? You know, we're really excited uh, to continue to grow our business. You know, we're really kind of, uh, you know, as I mentioned, I bought the business in 2016. And when I bought the business, there really wasn't a lot of support offered to our franchise owners. There wasn't a lot of systems and processes. And I've spent a lot of time really getting that refined. We are ready to just, you know, bring on fabulous people. Um, And, you know, we think we can help people be successful if they want to be successful. And so we'd be excited to talk to anybody about the opportunity. And if it's a good fit for them, great. If it's not, let's identify that and let's find a good fit. But uh, really excited to be able to grow our business. And we appreciate the time here, Patrick. Thanks for uh, hosting us. Yeah, Craig. No, I really appreciate it. And just closing item. So how we have it, we're, we're going to send an email out. I'll add this to the video, a link um, to for, for entering into contact if you're interested with Golden Heart. But probably first they're going to speak to a member from France Smart on the development yep. side venue. Yep, uh, that's correct. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So France Smart is our franchise development team, uh, and they are uh, you know kind of representing us. And at the right time, we'll sit down and we'll have a discovery day and go over all your questions and uh, all your concerns and make sure you're making a good choice for yourself. Perfect. Well, Craig, I want to thank you a lot. I learned a lot. Hope hopefully those that that uh, joined learned yeah. about. Overall industry and as well as a pretty exciting opportunity in the senior care space. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Thanks again.